Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Henry Moss. That's right, this is the Bible Talk program, so you can start right now calling in with any questions that you have that might be on your mind about the Bible, about theology, about Christian living. Uh, That number, area code 866-423-9578, is ready for you. Also, I have challenges that are on the table, and uh, uh, definitely it's something that you will uh, come in contact with, uh, regardless of whether you're a pastor uh, or a teacher or just someone that talks about the Bible to someone. uh, They will ask you questions, and I know that, as you know, none of us can know it all, but you do want to be prepared to answer Bible questions as best you can. So that is one of the things that this program is dedicated to, is dealing and upholding the Word of God. So... I like to deal with um, the kind of things that can come up in a Bible study that you don't necessarily predict or know that's coming. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that can happen. And and the problem with it is, after you've studied your lesson, you know, you're teaching Sunday school or uh, you're teaching a course at your church, and you've studied your lesson, you've studied uh, uh, what it was about, you studied the verses that pertain to your lesson, then all of a sudden you start teaching your lesson, and someone comes from left field with something that you <laughs> that you just, quite frankly, weren't prepared for. Because it's hard to be prepared for everything. But at least uh, we want to be as helpful as we can for some of them. So let's bring up some of these so-called problems or so-called discrepancies now. Let's do it on the Bible Talk program so that you can be prepared for it when it does happen. And then always remember, sometimes there's questions that, uh, that come that you might not be able to answer now, you have to answer them later. Yes, some are quite complex. But let's see what we can do with some of the most common biblical discrepancies, right? How to answer biblical uh, discrepancies, things in other words. You say, well, Pastor Moss, are you saying that there's discrepancies in the Bible? No, there's absolutely none. But there are things that appear to be. So our job is to interpret the Scripture accurately and to, uh, uh, to, to see if we can, in fact, unravel this so that folks can understand. Well, now you're saying, well, Pastor Moss, sock it to me. Do you have a good one? I think so. Over in Psalms 139, our first port of call, 
Psalms 139, and if we look here at verse 2 to 4, we'll start into it. Might as well read uh, all three of these verses. Psalms 139, and by the way, if you don't have your Bible, get it. The name of the program is Bible Talk. You can't do it without your Bible, all right? So get that Bible with you. Okay? Uh, as I'm on the phone, the, the one pleasure I have is looking right in front of me is my lovely wife, uh, Sister Moss. She's just there smiling. She always writes to whatever she's doing. Okay? When I'm doing radio, she stops it. And uh, here she's just lovingly, uh, you know, kind of uh, spurring me on, as it were. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Marsh. What about this? You're teaching in Psalms 139, all right? You're teaching in Psalms 139, and you uh, go through it, you're reading it, which says, Psalms 139, O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Then verse 2, Psalms 139, verse 2, thou knowest my down sitting and mine uprising, thou understands my thought afar off. Okay. Then verse 3, thou compassest my path and my lying down, and art acquainted with my ways. For there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, thou knowest it all together. Okay. So this basically says that God knows all things, right? There's nothing that he does not know. Okay. Uh, he is uh, omnipresent, omniscient, omnipotent. Okay. So he knows all things. That's very clear. Okay? Right? Bible's clear. Not only this verse, other verses could be marshaled to bring this forth, but the uh, scripture is really clear. In fact, it even goes on to say in Psalms uh, 139 and verse 15, My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. God knows absolutely everything. All right. You're teaching that. Then some student, there's always a student or two, right, with a thinking mind that, in fact, that's one thing you know. If you have someone asking you questions, that person is thinking. And that's the kind of person you want to have in your uh, Bible classes or your theology classes, right, someone who answers questions. And they will take you over to Genesis, Genesis chapter 22. Oh, there's other places they could go. But uh, this is the one that comes to mind. Uh, when you're teaching from uh, Psalms 139. So they take you, uh, G uh, Genesis chapter 22 and verse 12, and they read this to you, where, we you know what's happening there, God tests Abraham. God tests Abraham, okay? And Abraham, of course, is about to offer his son uh, Isaac, okay, uh, the only altar, about to offer him, okay? And it says in uh, verse 8, let's read into it, in Genesis chapter 22, verse 8, And Abraham said, My son, God will provide himself a lamb, or a burnt offering. So they went, both of them, together. Okay? So, and because Isaac's wondering, what's going on? Okay? He's looking for, where's the sacrifice? And he didn't see any. Okay? Yeah, Abraham told him, God will provide. Okay? Verse 9, And they came to the place which God had told him of, and Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order, and bound Isaac his son, and laid him on the altar upon the wood. <laughs> Let me diverse for a while. Can you imagine Isaac, what no doubt was going through his mind? Here's his father putting him on the place where the animal is supposed to go. Wow, what's going on here? Right? But uh, let's leave that alone. Verse 10, And Abraham stretched forth his hand, and took the knife to slay his son. Okay? 
That's what he intended to do it. That's what he's ready to do. Verse 11, And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here am I. And he said, Lay not thine hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. Hang on. Here comes the problem in the text for some people. It's a legitimate question to ask, too, by the way. Verse 12, And he said, Lay not thine hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, from me. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, right? Got a student who's looking at this. They're confused. For God says, for now I know. What do you mean, now I know? Doesn't God know all things? How could God know all things and then says, for now? He didn't know this before, then, right? For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing thou hast not withheld thine only son from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him a ram caught in the thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram. You know the rest of the story. But how do you solve that apparent discrepancy? What do you mean? In Psalms 139, God knows all things, right? My uprising, when I go to sleep, he knows everything. Then we get over to Genesis chapter 22, and he says there's something here that uh, now I know. Does that mean he didn't know it before? How could God say in one passage he knows all things, here in the other passage there's some things that he doesn't know? Give me a call if you know how to resolve this apparent Discrepancy. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. If you have an answer to this discrepancy, so-called, let me, there are really no discrepancies in the Bible. Let me make that clear. But so-called discrepancy, give me a call at area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. There may be some of you who are Sunday school teachers or pastors who are teaching, okay? Uh, and, uh, you, you, uh, you know, you may encounter this. Someone may have encountered it already. If you did, how did you answer it? Give us a call at area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. All you've got to do is give me a call, and we're on our way dealing with an answer to this question. And remember, any question you have about the Word of God, if you have a question that is on your mind about Scripture, then give us a call right now. It doesn't have to be on my subject. It can be off-topic, okay? But we're glad to have it. In fact, we need it. That's what keeps this program going, are your calls. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Okay. How is it that God uh, knows all things, but then there's some things he acts as if he finds out? Because that's what it seems like here, doesn't it? Psalms 139, he knows everything. You're down sitting, you're uprising. He knows it all. Then over in uh, uh, Genesis uh, 22, we look here, and uh, we see that there's something that uh, he said, uh, now I know. I didn't know this before, Abraham, but now I know. What are we talking about? How can you resolve that apparent difficulty? 
If you think you have an answer, or if you know the answer, give us a call. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Marcus is ready to take your calls if you're ready to be on the air. It doesn't have to be about my question. It can be something else that is on your biblical mind. Uh, we'll be glad to talk about it here on the Bible Talk program. That is what we're all about. That is why we're here, and that is why you support us uh, uh, so that we can continue to do the work that we're doing here on radio for you. All right. So dial that number, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Give us a call right now. Our phone lines, I'm sure, are open, and we are waiting for you to call. Uh, you have a caller? Jeanette, you're on the air. Oh, hi. How are you? Real good. Thanks for calling, Jeanette. I have a question for you in regards to Matthew eleven twelve. Okay, Matthew. Um, yeah. Yeah, Matthew 11, 12, uh, the New King James Version says, and from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. Uh What does it mean by suffers violence and the violent take it by force? Well, what that is talking about, if we look at the history of, uh, especially if we're looking in the uh, in the Old Testament, because this is where it, it starts, right? Where in uh, Matthew chapter 11 and uh, verse 12, it says, in fact, we should read 11 as well. Let's read into it. Verily I say unto you, among them that are born of women, there has not uh, been a greater than John the Baptist. Notwithstanding, he that is uh, least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. So what's happening is it's ultimately talking about the fact that uh, that God's rule is what we're looking at, right? God is the ruler right. of everything. Then it says in verse 12, and from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violence take it by force. So, And then he says, for all the prophets and the law prophesied until now. What this brings home is this. It brings home the fact that God is the ruler of both the heavens and the earth. Okay, Warfare started uh, initially when Satan was kicked out of heaven, and then there were angelic beings who uh, became demons, basically, and followed him. Okay? So now God allows this spiritual warfare to go on. Not only, uh, now it's out of heaven, because he kicked them out, but remember, God is also the ruler of heavens and earth, so he allows the battle, the spiritual warfare, to take place on the earth. Okay? It's happening on the earth. So in, uh, how does Satan wage war? by using uh, armies and kingdoms, okay, to try to establish themselves. Men, okay, in the Roman Empire, you just didn't become the king. You were like Caesar. You, were, uh, you had uh, Greeks that were worshiping their kings. You had Babylonians worshiping their kings. So that's what it's saying, that the kingdom, that God's kingdom, okay, uh, some are trying to take it by force, okay? okay? And I'm talking about uh, Satan tried it in heaven, and man is trying to do it on earth. So this is what it means. When he says, and from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. Now, it happened, it was happening before John, but still it continues. In other words, Satan is in a contest using sinful men as well 
to uh, take over the earth. Remember what the Antichrist does. The Antichrist, when he rises, Second Thessalonians 2 and 4 talks about him, uh, and then over in Revelation 13, he is going to uh, himself say that he's God, okay? and he's in control of the planet, and everyone must worship him. So this is just a scenario that's going on during the time of John, uh, in, the, in the past, time of John the Baptist, and it's continuing on until our time. Okay. All right. Okay, All right. that explains it. I'm, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. As all of your calls are welcome. Now, you guys see how easy that was for that young lady to call, ask her a question, and give us a chance to talk about some deep, deep stuff? You can do the same thing. You can be a chicken. By that I mean you can just tick, kick my question to the curb if you want to okay, and ask a question of your very own. Okay? I will answer it at the end, but I want to see what you think about it and how can we help you with uh, so-called uh, Bible difficulties or so-called discrepancies. There are none in the Bible, but, man, I'm here to tell you, people can ask you some whoppers in a Bible class, and so definitely want you to be able to do so. All right, uh, it's time to take a break. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And, and we're, we're the, the owners, owners of South Coast, Coast Tax. We would like to thank our Lord for protecting us from evil. Psalm 91 states, He is my refuge and my fortress, for He will rescue us from every trap and protect us from deadly disease. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys who specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We are also a small firm. We will treat you like family and not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation, and we'll take the time to explain all the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. In John 8.36, so if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed, and one way we can achieve that is by being debt-free. So let us help you today. Call us at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS tax debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. Some see religion as a way to earn favor with God. Monday from Alistair Begg. Religion says, do this and you'll be accepted by God. So I'm going to do it as best I possibly can. And hopefully I'll do enough to be accepted. When are you going to stop doing that? When you discover that it doesn't work, when you discover that you can't, and when you discover that you don't need to. But until you do, you will keep doing it. This topic and more, Monday on Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Alistair Begg, weekday mornings at 8.30 on FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Faith Talk, Detroit. Hello, friends. This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win. I've got some exciting news in addition to listening to us on Faith Talk FM 92.7 and AM 1500. You can now stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. This message is for anyone looking for $500,000 to $1 million or more of affordable term life insurance. Even if you have diabetes, high blood pressure, or taking anxiety meds. Here's an example. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe overweight with type 2 diabetes, $1 million of term life insurance may only cost about $200 a month. We're Term Provider, experts in finding affordable term life insurance for those that may not be in perfect health. 
If you've had prostate cancer, heart conditions, high cholesterol, or on prescription medications, you may still qualify for half a million to a million dollars or more of affordable term life insurance. Get a quick quote by calling Term Provider at 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. If you're looking for term life insurance but have type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, or have other health issues, call Term Provider at 800-555-2085 or visit Term Provider. Provider.com. Termprovider.com. That you gave me the start off with the amount of my reach. Call me the waters a little too deep. Oh, I've never been so aware of my need. You keep on making me see. It's way beyond me. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. I have a talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, and this is Pastor Moss on the line right now in the flesh, ready for any questions you have about the Word of God, about systematic theology, about church history, try to give you an answer tonight. If I can't, I'll research it out for you. But as long as we're talking about the Bible, we are doing what we're supposed to be doing right now on this program. Give us a call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. I put forth a so-called, a so-called contradiction uh, or discrepancy that's supposed to be in the Bible. Now, the most amazing thing about these great theologians we have out there, which are a number of them, who have written a number of good books, all right, from uh, the late Norm Geisler on down, they have books that cover everything. And there's books that you can get on alleged Bible contradictions. And uh, one of these days, I'm going to give you a list of these books, read them off for you, so that they can help you. Okay? They need to be in your library, especially if you're a Sunday school teacher or a pastor or a, just a Christian who witnesses and talks to people. Uh, because definitely uh, there are people who uh, have questions about the text, and I want to tell you something. They are legitimate questions. But things don't seem to be, uh, as, as I, we used to say on the street, don't seem to jive, right? They don't seem to work out or go together, but they do. There are no uh, discrepancies in the Bible. There might be some discrepancies in our understanding of it, but not in the Bible itself. The number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Mark. What we're looking at is, first, is where... Uh, the fact that open Psalms 139, God says he knows all things. He knows everything. You're uprising. You're, when you sit down, when you stand up, when you're in the womb, he knows everything, right? We know that God knows the end from the beginning and all this. But yet, yet, over in Genesis chapter 22, all right, when Abraham is about to uh, offer up Isaac okay, on the altar, all right, and we believe there clearly that uh, Isaac is a type of Christ at that time, typology. He's a type of Christ, a type of the uh, sacrificial death that Jesus gave for us. But he's about to, uh, to bring that knife down on Isaac, and God stops him and says, Now I know, okay? 
Okay. Now I know that you're loyal. I know that you have to, you know. Well, how is it? What is it about that God did know? If God knows all things, why would he say to Abraham in Genesis chapter 2, now I know? In other words, didn't he know beforehand? How can you resolve this apparent discrepancy or apparent contradiction? Okay. How is it that God knows all things, but he's indicating in Genesis chapter 22 and verse 12 that there's some things he just finds out? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. So I'm waiting for one of my uh, Bible scholars out there to call in and answer this question or for you to ask a question that is on your mind. doesn't matter what it is. If it's a Bible question, we want it here on the Bible Talk program. All roads lead to Bible Talk. If you've got a question about eschatology, prophecy, uh, and if it's a question about prophecy, you definitely need to listen tomorrow to our prophecy course. All you have to do is log on to strictlybiblical.org at about um, 11 o'clock, and it'll tell you how you can um, uh, get uh, be a part of that lesson, okay, which we will be uh, uh, doing it, you know, where you can uh, now. What, what do they call it, Sister Boss? What is the fancy term? Where everybody uh, 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 is on the web looking at it? Right on their phone? Uh, Zoom. Zoom. Right, I have to get this. I need some of that heavy work for my wife. Zoom, they call it, right? So you can Zoom us in. All you have to do is call, uh, uh, just log, uh, log on, strictlybiblical.org, strictlybiblical.org, and it'll take you right to it. You'll find out how you can be a part of our prophecy classes. Quite a few students are, by the way, quite a few. We have up to 100 or more. All right, do we have a caller? Angela. Angela, how you doing? You're on the air. Hi. Oh, long time no see. <laughs> you been on vacation or what, girl? I've been calling Daryl on the other show. He's filling in for oh, Daryl. Oh, 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 okay. Kicking me to the curb. Kicking me to the curb. I see. Oh, uh, no, I feel bad. <laughs> but I want to talk to you about, about <laughs> I want to talk to you about the election. And I feel that it's going to be dark days ahead. I feel like, uh, I think God should end the world right now, personally, after all this. But, I mean, I just feel like they're going to make us, they're going to get rid of Christianity, they're going to get rid of churches, the Biden Harris administration. You know, I just feel like it's going to be a horrible time. I mean, they might make us take the mark of the beast pretty soon, you know? Well, well, I'll tell you what, I wouldn't go as far as that. I don't think it's going to get that bad. One thing for sure uh, is that we know that definitely the church has always been, uh, you know, attacked by the devil through uh, various governments. America has been uh, better than most because of the fact that we have uh, Christianity highly influences our country. But, uh, you know, Jesus said something that absolutely pre uh, prevents uh, 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 from happening, right? We know mm -hmm. that that uh, we're not going to be destroyed. Jesus said, I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not withstand against it. So the church is going to be here, okay? might not be as strong as it should be in the, in the future that comes, but definitely we're going to be here. Angela? You're going to have a... Can you hear me? Yeah, I sure can. Are you going to have a ministration? Everybody talking about the Biden and Harry going to do this, going to do that. They're putting their faith in these two in politicians. And the Bible says, I think the Psalms, they're putting no trust in no man but God himself. And they're putting their faith in this man like they did Obama. And they was calling Obama the Messiah and all that stuff. 
Yeah, yeah, Angela, we have to have faith uh, to a degree in all our leaders, but still realize this. God is still in control over everything. God is still in control. And so uh, definitely there's nothing that is happening that's not known to God. The key thing for us, though, is that we can just continue to serve the Lord, right? Continue to serve the Lord. Mm-hmm. And remember, as I told you, Matthew 16 and 18, where Jesus says, I say unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I don't care who's in office, how it turns out, okay? I definitely think that Christians need to vote based upon their Christian principles, but uh, there's no way that the devil is going to succeed at destroying uh, the, the, uh, the church, okay? So definitely, because Jesus Christ has established it, right? So then we need to realize that all of our nations are, uh, you know, they're, uh, Satan uh, is, is doing his job. We as Christians just need to continue to do ours. But I would say to you, uh, your trust should be in God. Vote the best you can. Make the best decisions you can. Vote for the most godly candidates you feel. And the things that, are, uh, that uh, fit into a Christian uh, uh, worldview rather than any other worldview. But never lose hope because... Uh, the world belongs to Jesus Christ, and he's going to claim it at the end. So I uh, thank you, Angela. Thank you for those comments. Uh, Pastor? Pastor? Yeah? Uh, one more thing for that. I'm sorry. The Bible says if you are a friend of the, a friend of the earth, uh, of the world, you are an enemy of God. That's how people act like they're a friend of the world. You know, they, they love the, earth, the world more than they love God, you know? Yeah, well we're, we're, well, we're not supposed to be in that situation. We're supposed to love God more than, uh, than anything. Uh, the worst thing we can do is to uh, love the world. Okay? We're not to love the world. So you find people that way. The only thing I can say concerning that is to pray, right? Because definitely, yes. the Bible says in 1 John 4 and 4, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Okay? So we need to realize that what is inside of us uh, should help us to be able to conquer uh, the sin and things like that that are in the world. And also the Bible tells us uh, without a shadow of a doubt um, in, a, in a number of places over in um, uh, Second Corinthians, uh, it brings to mind another verse. It's, uh, it's helpful on that. Second Corinthians uh, uh, 4. And I, I love this. This verse always comes to mind when um, uh, you feel like you've got to be careful in certain situations, right? Where... Uh-huh. It, says in 2 Corinthians 4 and 3 and 4, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3 and 4, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, uh, in whom, then verse 4, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, least the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine through them. Okay? So we do have to recognize that Satan is the God of this world, but definitely Jesus is over him. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So we just have to keep on upholding uh, the word of God and our belief in Jesus Christ. Thanks, Angie. you got to go. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. Do we have another caller? About, yes, okay, you're on the air. Hi, hi, Pastor Moss. My name is Beth. How are you doing, and Beth? I I'm good. I'm good. I love hearing you. It's just you're awesome. Thank I've you. To you for years. Um, I have a question for you. I'm in a bit of a dilemma. I um go to a church. Um, they have decided when we had COVID, um, we were meeting at a facility, 
and we were unable to meet there anymore. And since then, uh, the pastor has decided that um, we should just be in small groups and not meet in a church setting. And okay. it disturbs me a little. It disturbs me a little bit. Is there, I don't. I I'm uh, confused about it, and I'm really struggling with it because there's a lot of people there that I really enjoyed. Um, you know, their company and seeing them on Sundays and just praise and worship on Sundays, preaching on Sundays, and now it's like nothing. So, so, uh, so nothing is going on. In other words, she's got people just meeting in small groups. Right. Does that make well, sense to you as a pastor? Well, what happens, I'll say this. The Bible tells us okay. uh, over in Hebrews 10 not to forsake the gathering of ourselves together. However, okay, we can mm-hmm. gather without all of us being in the same, in a, in the same facility, especially if uh, being in a facility is going to be in some way dangerous to us. We've seen there's a lot of controversy that goes on uh, around this, but we've seen uh, people who violated uh, the, the science rules, not a, the government. Basically, the government is only in, acting in accordance with what the science is telling us. That uh, you know that uh, too too many people in a place, even if it's a church, uh, that uh, they can get the coronavirus. Okay, so what happens is, uh, uh, thank God for technology, because because of it, uh, I'll tell you this: uh, our church also under the same rules, strictly biblical right now, uh, in terms of how we used to do it, is uh, uh, mm-hmm. shut down. Okay, but we found out a way with all the wonderful technology that God has given us to still be able to carry on our uh, uh, Sunday service. We do it live stream. In fact, to be honest with you, I have more no, people watching. He refuses, he refuses to do a live stream. He records it like the night before. I need to be like, I need some contact, you know, some like throwing that out there that we can gather on Sunday. Even if it's online, it's okay to me. Oh, it's yeah. fine with me. You and know, that's what, it, it's live, but he's never done a live service. And I don't understand why. Yeah, talk to him and see if it's possible that he can plug into some technology, because that's what we do. We have live streaming. We also have our classes. All my classes are still going on, my prophecy classes. I have other ministers teaching classes right online where we Zoom and we can talk to each other. And uh, then mm-hmm. when, the weather, when, the, when the weather is good, this uh, just this last Sunday, we had a parking lot service. We've had at least... A, n- a number of them, when the weather was right, winter might bring something oh, different. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of ways to do it. In other words, God hasn't limited us. Now, it would be good when we get just get back to normal. But we need to re- remember that uh, nothing can stop the great commission of Jesus Christ from being carried out. We might have to alter what we do for a while, but still, you know, still we can, still we can do it. Still we can do it. So, so I'm not, I, so my feeling about all this, is, is, can I just be calm about this? Because I've been struggling with it, and I'm just like, you know, it's okay, right? Yeah, it, well, absolutely it is. In other words, when it says forsake not the gathering of yourselves together, you have to, uh, right. in other words, uh, you're not violating that by not meeting all in the same building at the same time. Right. If there's something that happens right. to stop you, it's just the people still coming together, mm-hmm. teaching the Word of God, praying for each other, okay? And and, and and media is allowing us to do that today. Of course, there are a limited amount of people who are allowed to meet in a church, so some of that's going on as well. 
So the way he's doing it is not bad, but it's just he needs something to kind of pull the people together as a whole. And uh, I think the technology. That's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm looking for. I just, I feel like, is it me or is it, do you feel like spiritual warfare is like totally at a high high rate right now? Always. Oh, my word. I feel like it's Listen, it's always been. But let me tell you something, girl. Greater is he that Mm -hmm. is in you than he that is in the world. Jesus. As Isaiah 26, I will keep you in perfect peace if your mind is stayed on me. At the end of all this, remember, God never loses. He's going to win. He is. That's, that's right. Amen. I was listening to the girl before about the election, and I'm going to tell you, I was suffering, 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 and I'm like, okay, I'm like, I can't do it anymore because it's not it's even about me. In control. You know? The God that's of right. the heavens and the earth. That's right. All we got to do is trust in him. I think it's really forced a lot of us into that. Are you going to trust God or are you going to trust man? There you go. There you go. And that's what trials do. You know, see whether you're going to, who do you trust? Who do you believe? We believe in God. Keep on going, sister. Yes. Thank you, Pastor Moss. I really appreciate it. Uh, Thank you for calling. Appreciate you. Oh, you're welcome. Okay. Good night. Good night to you. Thank you for calling. Wow. Good call. Gonna take a break, and we'll be right back. Imagine if you walked into a car dealership and they only had one model in one color with one set of options. That would be crazy. You'd turn around and walk out. But that's exactly what most remodeling companies do. They have tunnel vision, meaning they only offer one kind of windows or one kind of roof or one kind of siding that they are determined to sell you. To heck with what's actually best for your home, your preferences, or your budget. Call Performance Remodeling instead. We offer real choices, multiple materials, lines, manufacturers, and styles of windows, roofing, and siding. Whatever you want, whatever you need, whatever is best for your situation, we'll listen to you and help you get the right product at the right price. No pushy salespeople, no one-size-fits-all solutions. We also offer the industry's only true lifetime guarantee, which means as long as you are in your home, you pay for nothing ever again. Call Performance Remodeling at 586-540-6000 or online at windowsroofingsiding.com. A moment of destiny from Pastor Paul Shepard. Time management. How many have ever had difficulty getting your time under control? Now, here's the thing. When you see people getting it done in their lives, I mean getting God's will done, just getting it done. Here's a secret. They don't have any more time than you have. God gave them the same number of hours he gave you. The difference is they have learned to bring under control the time God's given them. Time is a precious gift. When you waste time, you are wasting the second most valuable gift God will give you. Second only to salvation. Salvation is the only gift more precious than time because it transcends time. Pastor Paul Shepard is the senior pastor of Destiny Christian Fellowship in Northern California. The program is heard daily on radio stations across America and anytime at pastorpaul.net. Hi, this is Greg Bryant, General Sales Manager for Salem Media Group Detroit. If you're listening to my voice right now, you're a listener to either Faith Talk Detroit or The Patriot Detroit. If you love one of these stations and you have experience in outside sales, we'd love to talk to you. Call me directly to inquire how Salem Media might provide an opportunity that's right. Call Greg Bryant at 248-581-1221. That's 248-581-1221 to learn more about our available positions. If you love us, come join us and make a career move that's right for you. 
Hello, friends. This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win. I've got some exciting news in addition to listening to us on Faith Talk FM 92.7 and AM 1500. You can now stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. I need to hear you now I need to know it's you I'm standing on your promises I know your word is true You're bigger than what I see It's you in exchange for me That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Any question that's on your mind, I'm ready for it. I have a challenge on the table, but right now we have Jamie on the line. How are you doing, Jamie? Hi, Pastor Moss. How are you? Great, great. Great to hear your voice. Good. Uh, well, okay, before I, I'm going to attempt to answer that question, but I just kind of wanted to make a comment about the two callers that, that called pre- uh, previous um, from me. But my okay. question is, you know, it, it's, it's just, you know, people, are, they, they get, you know, so twisted about not being able to physically be in the church and have to understand we are the church. And right. that sometimes we may not be able to meet in a building, but what are we doing to spread the gospel? You don't have to be in a church building to do that. Now, I'm not saying that we should not go to church. No, absolutely not. We should, but because of the circumstances, we can still um, be able to spread God's word, you know, whether it be talking to a colleague or talking to someone online and and doing witnessing that way. I mean, God's work doesn't stop because of the coronavirus, okay? Um, And then, you know... Exactly right, and I would say also that we meet. Uh, Strictly biblical, I still do my 11 o'clock service. Uh, people uh, are online, and uh, goodness, I mean, uh, you can even count the number. Uh, even more members, people who are not members of our church, are in on the same service. So we uh, thank God for the technology that we have. And uh, folks yeah. need to realize uh, this is how ministries have been spreading around the world anyway. You have churches exactly. that are broadcasting from, uh, you know, nothing beats meeting together now. But sometimes to reach others, you can you have to just use the uh, technology that you have. And uh, this is not going to last forever, but we need to make yeah, exactly. sure that, you know, that uh, nothing can stop the Word of God. Nothing's going to do it. So. Exactly. So I'm going to attempt to try to answer the question or the challenge that you gave. Um, okay. Uh, and, and so, the, okay, the thing that I, that, that I always try to, to say is it's kind of like when God made, said that, made the statement, now I know um, it's not so much, obviously, that we know that he knows everything, but it's more so that he know he knew Abraham's character, and it was more so like a decor- declaration of his character. Um, you know, similarly, I, I think it's kind of like when God asked Adam in the garden, Adam, where are you? When he knew full well where Adam was, it was kind of a way to uh, obtain information. Sometimes God can ask questions. Like when Jesus asked the woman who touched me in Mark chapter five, um, it wasn't that he didn't know who it was. It was just, okay, he wanted that person sort of to come forward. So 
I think when when God said, now I know, it's more so, uh, you know, letting us know that he He is declaring Abraham's character, you know. I'm, that That's what I think, you know, because it's kind of like when you look at other scriptures, when he says for us to uh, pray, to make our uh, petitions known, um, he already knows in Matthew uh, chapter 6, he already knows our prayers before their voice. So it's kind of like it's for our benefit to know he's de- he's declaring things. So that that's going to be my my answer to that question Pastor. Uh, that well, what? I think that you uh, you went into a lot of exhaustive detail about that. And I think you were hitting at that uh, uh, at the answer. Uh, okay. if we look at it, okay? Uh, first of all, when we look at knowing and knowledge and how do you know? There's one thing to know something. There's another thing to experience something. Now, okay. God knew what Abraham was going to do, but Abraham hadn't done it yet. So the only way, so there's another words, so God intellectually knew. But even God, okay, does not know by experience until the experience actually takes place. So what we're saying is that he he knows things, okay? He, he knew what the heavens and the earth are going to be like and all that before he, I, he created it. But when he says, I know, in one sense it means he knows intellectually. In the mm-hmm. other sense it means that he knows through experience. God does not know in experience, chooses not to know uh, something uh, by experience until it happens. So what he was saying is, now I know, because I'm experiencing you doing it. I knew you were going to do this, and now I know because he's actually experiencing him doing it. So there's a difference Mm -hmm. then between knowing something uh, intellectually and then actually experiencing uh, what you know. And so that's the sense in which God, uh, in other words, uh, this does not take away from the omni, uh, from the, uh, the, the power of God at all. To, to tell the fact that he uh, chooses not to know something uh, by experience until it happens. Mm-hmm. You know, if everything's going to okay. happen, he's predicted it, but when he, experiences it, when he experiences it, that's what he meant. Now I know by experience mm-hmm. that you have, uh, you know, you're faithful. Okay. Now, does that, okay. that make sense? Yeah, that's, man, you got real deep on me. You got like William Lane Craig deep on me, Pastor Moss. <laughs> Well, I tell you, you 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 really compare me to some big guns. I don't know if I can be as, as, as good as old Lane Craig, but that's what the, the, the scholars look at: is that there's a difference between just knowledge and then knowing by experience. It's like you can look at cake and say, "Oh, it looks good when you eat it." Oh, now I know it's good. It's <laughs> the kind of thing you. Yeah. Gotcha. So, gotcha. so this is what it's uh, 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 dealing with. But if that question isn't answered right, it almost looks like uh, some kind of contradiction, but it's not. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, there's some really good books. I know you had mentioned some books by um, Norm Geisler uh, and Ron Rhodes wrote a book on contradictions or supposedly answering uh, contradictions. I think William Kaiser has uh, a good book as well that talks about the hard saying of Jesus. I think it's F.F. Bruce, I believe, has one as well. Um, Those are really, really good books to get. Right, you are right. In fact, what is really frustrating is that there's so much of this material out there that Christians aren't studying. I mean, uh, I, I mean, they go in depth in the Bible, and definitely 
Uh, along with that, you know, when uh, pastors give uh, their teachers their Sunday school books to study the lesson, they need to give them some of these books with some of these answers to questions, because I've never had a Bible study I taught where people did not have some questions about a text. And uh, exactly. especially apparent contradictions that people think are there. There is even an atheist website which majored in finding uh, contradictions. So it's, it's good stuff to study. All right, i got to let you go, uh, uh, my, my dear. Well, thank uh, you. Thank you. Thank you, for calling. We appreciate it. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. Regardless of what happens in the presidential election, the reality is that one of the lasting achievements of Donald Trump's administration is going to be three Supreme Court justices. The most important of them is probably the last. Now, Justice Amy Coney Barrett. In one of her first cases on the court, she heard oral arguments this past week in Fulton versus the city of Philadelphia, one of the most important cases in which religious liberty is on the line to come before the court in decades. The city of Philadelphia had targeted a Catholic adoption and foster care agency and had eliminated their contract for ongoing foster and adoption care. Why? Because this Catholic agency turned out to hold to Catholic doctrine. The Supreme Court of the United States is poised to make history in the preservation of religious liberty. And now Justice Barrett is on the court to be one of the nine to make that history. Another reminder that elections have consequences. I'm Albert Moeller. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu If you're thinking about replacing your windows, I want you to think about plastic. That's right, plastic. Most windows are made out of vinyl, which is just a fancy word for plastic. You know, the same thing they make those flimsy, cheap outdoor chairs from. Plastic. The same thing you put your sandwich in or they make water bottles from. Plastic. Even expensive composite windows are really just plastic made with wood. Plastic window frames will expand and contract and expand and contract and eventually warp in Michigan's nasty weather blender. Here's a better idea. Call Performance Remodeling for heavy-duty fiberglass windows that won't warp, won't bend, and won't lose their shape. They look fantastic and come with real lifetime guarantees. We can do that because they're made from fiberglass, not plastic. Call Performance Remodeling today at 586-540-6000 or online at windowsroofingsiding.com and replace all the windows in your house for as little as $2 a day. $2 a day. That's 586-540-6000 or online at windowsroofingsiding.com. God bless us, everyone. What's the biggest blessing you can imagine this Christmas season? How about having your mortgage or rent paid for in 2021? It's possible when you enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. Enter once a day to increase your opportunities to win. See rules and conditions for details. To our Merry Christmas. God bless us. God bless us. Visit faithtalkdetroit.com to win the blessing of having your mortgage or rent paid in 2021. Enter WLQV's Christmas Mortgage Miracle at faithtalkdetroit.com. Hello, friends. This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win. I've got some exciting news in addition to listening to us on Faith Talk FM 92.7 and AM 1500. You can now stream us live on radio.com. Just go to radio.com, tap Choose News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the radio.com app. Either way, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at radio.com. Now
All right, that number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Uh, yes, there is knowledge that God uh, has intellectually. There's knowledge that he has by experience. Uh, same thing that we kind of see over in Genesis chapter 4, where uh, it says in verse 1, And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and said, I've begotten a man from the Lord. Now, knew, he knew her. Uh, in fact, you know, this is his wife. He knew her intellectually. But uh, when he experienced the one flesh relationship with her, he actually experienced it. Okay? So, so knowledge has a, uh, uh, there's different ways to look at knowledge. And uh, once we look at it correctly, we see that there's no contradiction at all between what we find in terms of uh, Psalms 139 and Genesis 22. I'm going to go to the phone lines and talk to Gary. How are you doing, Gary? Uh, yes, this, um, thanks for your program. I know you listened to Daryl Woods and uh, know about the situation about the, the election. Before uh-huh. the election, I, I was warning Christians and Christian churches and ministers to take serious what, what parties were teaching. And the main thing uh, was President Trump was trying to bring peace to the Middle East and Israel. And we need to pray that that will continue with our new president. And if he doesn't, uh, then our, I think our country might be in some big trouble. And uh, we're getting closer to the end, the coming of the Lord, which I'm, I'm sure you agree with. And uh, it seems like a lot of the Christians, though, they're not, um, they don't really know what God's teaching. Like if you read Galatians, the fifth chapter, uh, Apostle Paul tells about the works of the flesh. And people mm-hmm. are supporting things that God's against. And uh, how people can be for abortion and same-sex marriage and all that and think that's all right. It's just a, a choice of a vote. Well, I think they got another thing coming because the boss says if we don't support the, the things of God and, and follow his word, then um, we're, we're in for a punishment. And uh, the word of God declares that. And I'm sure you agree with that, right? Oh, absolutely. We have to support the Bible and we have to support the word of God. So that's an obvious thing. One of the thing, uh, one of the problems we have is not enough of the Bible is being taught in churches. Not to say that there's not a, some good Bible teaching out there, but it's very lacking. But I, but I thank you for your call, Gary. I got to move on. But I, I thank you for your call very much. You're right. Uh, you're right. What has to happen is we as Christians stand by uh, Christian values. Now, I'm not uh, telling you uh, I'm not a partisan person. I'm just telling you that definitely we will stand before God and have to give an account uh, of what we've uh, taught when it comes down to the Word of God. I mean, uh, uh, and, uh, that has to enter into our politics. All right, well, great to be with you, all of you guys that have called. Uh, uh, Bible Talk program, if you want to continue this program, that means keep it going, then we need you to send donations. Remember, I get no fee for this, all right? This is a part of my ministry. What you send in supports the ministry. You can send those donations to uh, P.O. Box 05877, P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. We'd appreciate it very much. Uh, what you send keeps us going. So if you really love this program, then please send donations to keep it going. And I will, I'll always do my very best to bring the Word of God to you. All right. Uh, uh, do we have any uh, callers? No more callers. All right. want to give a... Uh, uh, our technician Mark is just such a good, uh, such a hand. He does such a wonderful job uh, bringing us in and out, and also with that great music. That's all him. I don't design it. It comes from him, and uh, he can play some uh, great music uh, for us, uh, and that makes, uh, I tell him, that makes the program even better. But the best thing are you to call it. 
So make sure that you have this number written down. Right? Uh, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. That's the number to have so you can be a first-time caller on this program uh, and deal with some of these biblical questions and discrepancies. What do I have next time? More discrepancies, right? Things that you need to know so that if you're up there teaching the Bible in front of somebody, hey, you know how to answer the questions. I want to help you to be able to do that. So do remember, uh, Bible Talk, support us, 05877. God bless you. We're going to see you next time. by Bible Boot Camp Ministries. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.